This is HBU Sharks On Demand on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. HBU Sports on HSRN is presented by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. For the Hawaii Pacific University Sharks women's basketball team, they are looking to get back to the winning traditions they are accustomed to. With the new coach, Ray Alvarado, at the helm, it will be his mission to get this group of veteran leadership and a mix of bright new faces to achieve that goal. With a bounce-back win against their interstate rival, the Vulcans of UH Hilo, the Sharks look to continue their homestand and quest to climb up in the standings of the Pac-West. However, standing in their way this evening are the Cougars of Azusa Pacific University, who have yet to lose in conference and boast an impressive 15-3 record, not to mention being ranked 12th in the nation. Can the Sharks get a big win over a top 25 team? We find out now. Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. Presents Hawaii Pacific University Women's Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. And now, live from the Shark Tank, let's go courtside to play-by-play announcer Paul Brecht and Kyle Galdera. Welcome back on into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera here to bring you the second game of two between HPU and Azusa Pacific. First up, it was the men's turn, a little bit different than usual, taking on Azusa Pacific first instead of the women going first. A field trip game as 400-plus students from elementary schools locally like Noalani and Manoa made their way in, had the feeling of a playoff game, and now the time for the Sharks to perhaps come up with their biggest upset of the season. Came off a big-time win this past Saturday against UH Hilo, 66-52, and now an opportunity against Azusa Pacific leading uh, the Azusa Pacific leading Cougars where they're coming in 15-3, 9-0 in the Pac West and just an absolute juggernaut. The number 12 team in the nation, Kyle, a tough task ahead for HPU. Yeah, and we saw when HPU, pardon me, when APU came into the arena, some of them were wearing their Pac West uh, playoff t-shirts from last year, almost as an intimidation situation, trying to show the Sharks, yeah, we've been there before. But for HPU, you know, th- this is their game to control. And I talked to Coach Ray Alvarado, some keys to the game, win the rebounding battle because that way you limit APU possessions and then watch the screens, close the screen door because with APU's size, they can really create a lot of problems screening and creating open situations for their shooters. So as long as HPU can manage those two aspects of the game, they have a shot to hang around and maybe upset the number 12 ranked APU Cougars. Sounds simple enough, doesn't right? it? Against, That's all you got to do. Against the 12th-ranked Azusa Pacific University Cougars, led by T.J. Hartman in his 17th season leading APU. They're at the school. He is 393 and 121. When we come back, we will have starters. We'll have tip. Don't go too far. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. So Pacific's first shot is off the mark, but the putback by number 33, Ty Lee Manuel, is up and in. The tip was won by HPU. 2-0 early lead for Azusa Pacific, just 30 seconds into action. Post feed in for Megan Jones, and the 6'3 forward from Scotland lays it on in with the left, ties it at 2 here, not even a minute into action. 
as the Sharks hosting the 12th ranked team in the nation right now in Azusa Pacific. A big time matchup for the Sharks coming off a nice win this past Saturday against UH Hilo. Now PacWest leading Azusa Pacific 9-0. The Cougars are coming into this one and an opportunity to hand the conference leaders their first loss. Extra opportunity once again for APUs. Off the mark once again, but third try now for the Cougars is in as Molly Whitmore gets it on through the Australian product. Six foot two forward. Makes it a 4-2 game. Nice feed down low by Haley Masaki to Megan Jones. Makes it 4-4. Now a tie ball game. Really good job by HPU using Jones's size down low. Now we'll go back to our keys. Can they rebound and can they avoid being screened out by APU on the offensive end? Rebounding going to be exceptionally important as we've seen already as that one tossed out of bounds by APU will go in the way of HPU. And that out-of-bounds call made by referee Brandon Self. He's joined on the court by Mason Souza and Patrick Santiago. You mentioned rebounding, though. We already saw about four offensive boards for APU in the first two possessions. Can't let that continue if you are Hawaii Pacific. Post feed down low for Kalina Obrey. Kicks back out on the left wing to Haley Masaki. Finds Allison Ross up top. Working with the Megan Jones screen into the corner for Obrey. Skip pass. Finds a wide open Ella Burge. Right wing three. Comes up a little bit short. Rebounded by APU. Remains 4-4 game as we tick under eight minutes to play. Pass over to the left wing to Paige Uihara. In and out. Dribble back up top to Whitmore. Foul line jumper puts it up. Off the mark. Rebounded by Ella Burge and HPU. And they're a nice job limiting it to one and done for Azusa Pacific. And that, we mentioned the key. No second chance opportunities. Or at least limit them. Because that's where APU can really get some distance going on the scoreboard. Here's Megan Jones in the lane. Tried to get the layup up, but got hit on the way, so she'll head to the line for two. Foul goes against number 24, Paige Uihara. It's her first, the team's first of this opening quarter. Erica Glenn checks into the game for Allison Ross. Jordan Jensen in for Ella Burge as Jones steps to the free throw line for the first time today. Jones, the first four points for Hawaii Pacific to open things against APU. Her first free throw rolls around the rim and out. Nice crowd here at the Shark Tank on a Tuesday afternoon. We have about 300 people, including 200 students from Manoa Elementary, checking us out here right on HSRN. Second free throw rolls on in for Jones. She's up to five early points as a 5-4 lead for HPU. Transition three-pointer off the mark for APU as Amaya Kirkman tried it from the left wing but couldn't get it to go down. Bounces out of bounds for HPU. And now the Sharks with an opportunity to build on this one-point lead. 7-11 remaining here in the first quarter. And for the Sharks, this is where you need to capitalize. You've gotten a few bad shots by APU leading to essentially turnovers and then a couple of actual turnovers. And with the one-point lead by the Sharks, they're going to have to get a few more buckets because you know the APU surge is coming. You know that the Cougars can score averaging over 70 points per contest this season. Here's Masaki into the lane, gets it knocked out of her hands. Will remain with the Sharks baseline out of bounds with 10 to shoot. 6.53 on the game clock. And now with a baseline out of bounds play, we'll see what HPU has in mind here. Dealing with the height advantage that APU presents. 
APU a lot bigger than most teams that the Sharks have faced this season. Three on the shot clock. Got to get a shot up quick. Masaki's floater can't get it to roll on in. Loose ball finds its way back to Masaki now. Left-handed layup puts it up and in. 7-4 now the HPU leads. Some good hustle there by the junior guard out of Kamehameha Kapalama as the Sharks put it up to a three-point advantage. Here is over on the right wing, Kelly Heimberger feeds down low for Ty Lee Manuel, who lays it up and in. Cuts it back down to a one-point HPU lead, 6-15 and ticking. Jordan Jensen, weave action up top. Erica Glenn now up between the circles. Kicks into the left corner, that's Jensen now. Behind the back, loses handle on the dribble, stolen away by APU and Kirkman. Kirkman now will try once again from the left wing. That one off the mark one. And defensive rebound by Kalina Obrey. Jump ball going to be called. Possession arrow favoring APU. Couple of subs into the game. Ella Burge back in. Leslie Mohika, our Yayu player of the game from this past Saturday against UH Hilo, checks in for the first time. Mohika, one of the more impactful players that Coach Ray Alvarado employs and deploys in different ways, has started games this season, came off the bench in more of them, come off the bench in ten games, started in five of them. Here she is now for the first time with 5.57 remaining in the first quarter. Inbound goes to Whitmore. Backdoor feed to Kirkman who lays it up and in with the left. APU ahead now 8-7 as the Cougars patient on offense. Here's Erica Glenn try to bounce pass into Jones but knocked away and stolen by Paige Uihara. Kick over to the right wing. Here's... Heimberger, whose layup comes up short off the mark and rolls out of bounds. So, so far, HPU's continuing to do a good job limiting APU to just one and done, but you have to continue scoring on the other end. Here's Erica Glenn, crossover with the left, kicks it back on out to Leslie Mojica, skip pass on down into the post, gets knocked out and will remain with the Sharks with 19 on the shot clock. And that's a really good point, Paul. Normally in a game where it's a little, little more evenly matched, you can trade misses with a miss and be okay. But this is one of those situations where if you're HPU, you need to turn turnovers and missed shots into buckets your way. Otherwise, H HPU could be faced with some barrage-type scoring from APU. And just like that, transition opportunity for the Cougars. Leslie Mojica's three comes up short. Shot fake from Kirkman. Now kicks it back on out. Here's Heimberger's three. That one no good. Rebounded by Jordan Jensen. Given off to Leslie Mojica. And here come the Sharks in transition. Crossover by Mojica. Baseline feed to Burge. Mojica gets it back out on the right wing. Crosses on over. Finds Burge once again. Driving the lane, Burge spins back to her right, gets it blocked away. Good job there by Kelly Heimberger, going straight on up to block it. Keeps it an 8-7 lead for APU. Here's Kirkman pulling on back after driving with a head of steam. She'll set up the offense, looking to feed Heimberger on the left elbow, guarded closely by Burge. Heimberger, right-handed dribble across the lane, puts up the layup, bounces off the rim, no good. Ball bouncing around, secured by Ella Burge. Good job by the Swedish forward to get that one Skip pass ahead, finds Jordan Jensen, who tracks it on down. Jensen kicks out, finds Burge. Back up top to Mojica, who will reset with 20. Mojica, handoff to Erica Glenn. Right wing three for Glenn. Comes up short, no good. Rebound page, Uihara rips it away from Jordan Jensen. And here comes Kirkman the other way. Kirkman, guarded closely by Leslie Mojica on the right wing, gives the ball up top. Swing the ball around the arc over to Paige Uihara. Gets the screen from Audrey Sayak. 
now steps through, puts up the left-handed layup, can't get it to go. Good job by Ella Burge with her third rebound here in the early going to secure that defensive stop. Mojica the other way, gives to Burge, up top to Jones. Now Mojica. Ball fake to Jensen, now will give. Jensen back to Mojica on the right wing. Looking to feed down low to Jones and a little too much pepper on that one. Jones couldn't handle it. Another turnover for HPU. 3.22 remaining. Yeah, really good job by HPU on defense, but I keep saying it. They need to start executing, especially when it comes to the half-court set. Jones there was open down low, and she wasn't fed quick enough. That led to the turnover. Near, near jailbreak on the way for HPU as the layup off the mark for APU and rebound secured by Leslie Mokika. Four subs waiting to check in for the Sharks. Just one for APU on the other side. 2.53 remaining in the opening quarter of play. 8-7's your score. Cougars leading the Sharks. Screen over on the left wing. Mojica tried to feed down low to Jones. Gets the pass right on back. Ball up top to Burge with seven on the shot clock. Into the corner for Glenn. Glenn with four. Glenn with three. Drives the lane. Tried to get it off. Glenn didn't get a shot off. Tried to pass it off instead. And it's a shot clock violation. Another turnover for HBU. And... We'll have a timeout on the floor. When we come back, it'll be APU basketball leading the Sharks 8-7, 2.33 remaining here in the first quarter of play. Don't go too far. You're listening to HPU Sharks basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash bone and joint centers. Back to more HPU basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network and streaming live at hawaiisportsradio.com. Welcome back on Into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action here in the first quarter. APU leads HPU 8-7, 2.30 remaining as the number 12 team in the nation looking to stay unbeaten in PacWest play. Paige Uihara over on the left wing will feed into Manuel. Manuel up at the high post back to Uihara playing a little two-man game here with 10 on the shot clock. Uihara will drive. Runs into a double team. Good defense by Tiana Holland. Ball tapped around and couldn't be secured there by HPU. Nice hustle by Tyler Emmanuel. Creating an extra opportunity for APU. Comes up off the mark on a three-point try. That was Sabrina Belquist. And HPU clears. Here's Kalina Ogre. The left-handed layup can't get it to go. Gets her own miss, though. And kicks it back up top with a fresh 20 to Holland. Holland using a screen from Ogre. Over on the right wing now. Looks to feed down low. She can't. Barry cuts on through, up top now to Keona Loftus. Loftus kick out to Burge, left corner three. Burge bounces around the rim, no good. Ball rebounded by APU and Audrey Sayok. Going to get a foul whistled, I believe, against Keona Loftus. It is, that's her first, the team's first, with 133 remaining here in the opening quarter of play. And that is something, if you are Coach Ray Alvarado, you have to be pleased with as your team playing defense against a high-quality opponent without fouling. But again, I've said it before, HPU needs to capitalize because you know APU is going to find their shot. And at that point, you really count. You can't go bucket for bucket as APU notches an easy one down low. That was Manuel 
dropping in the deuce. And I apologize. It's been Sidney Haney, the six foot one forward. Audrey Sayok just checked into the game for the first time. She is a five foot five guard, so clearly not the same player there as Tiana Holland picks up her dribble over on the right wing. HPU trailing APU by three. Here's Kaylee Berry putting up a layup. Something goes flying away. I think her hair clip. Tosses it off to the side of the floor. 10-9 says, I don't need that right now. As the Sharks trail by just one with under a minute left here in the first half. And a moving screen called against Ty Lee Manuel. Excellent job working through the screen by Keona Loftus. Causes the official to whistle that one dead. And a turnover for APU. Gives it back to the Sharks. Trailing 10-9. An opportunity now to take the lead. And look for maybe a two-for-one here. HPU, 43 seconds and counting. As they're actually going to slow it down, so maybe not. If they can get a bucket here, though, and play solid defense, they can get out of this first quarter with the lead. Tiana Holland will hold on out on the right wing. 15 on the shot clock. Gets a screen from Megan Jones. Ball fake. Tries to get to Tiana Loftus. Couple of couple of sharks there and muddied up the runway. Ball gets kicked out of bounds. Last off HPU, and it'll go back to Azusa with. 22.4 remaining here in the opening quarter of play. Checking back into the game for Azusa Pacific is Kelly Heimberger, replacing Sabrina Belquist. Heimberger, somebody for this team, the leading scorer actually for Azusa, averaging over 15 points per contest to go along with five and a half boards. 10-9's your score with 15 seconds here remaining in the first quarter. Still some of the field trip game students in attendance cheering defense in and out dribble by Uihara gets the defender flying and a beautiful feed off to Ty Lee Manuel puts it up and in and it'll be a three point advantage for APU through 10 minutes of action. 12-9's your score, A's, or APU leading HPU. Don't go too far, you're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. On into the Shark Tank, Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera getting ready to bring you the second quarter of action now as APU leads HPU 12-9 starting this second quarter of play. APU ranked in the nation, post feed down low to Megan Jones. Ball out of bounds, a little bit of contact there. And it will remain with the Sharks as Haley Masaki checks back into the game for the Sharks along with Erica Glenn, Jordan Jensen, and Ella Burge as a lot of changes ten, just 10 seconds into the second quarter. So clearly, Coach Alvarado not liking what he saw to begin things here. Megan Jones, the only one that remains. Haley Masaki will take it on out, get it into the corner for Jensen. Ball swung around the arc to find Ella Burge. Gets it back to Erica Jones. Right wing three comes up short. Burge leaps up for the offensive board. Burge has been phenomenal on the glass so far today. Ball into the left corner. Feed down low to Jones. Ball tapped out. Stolen away by APU. Back the other way in transition is Sayok put up the layup. Good hustle back by Burge. Forster to double clutch it and came up short. Remains a three-point advantage for the visitors. Here's Glenn on the right wing. Crossing over. Kicks into the left on the left side to Burge. Here's Masaki up top with 15. Gets the screen from Megan Jones. Pulls it on back. Hesitation now feeds low to Jones, who will get hit on her way up. She'll head to the line for a pair as HPU trails 12-9. 
9.06 remaining here in this second quarter. And Jones using that patented underhand left scoop move that because her arms are so long, even though she carries the ball low, by the time the defender reaches in there, they basically do nothing or hit her arm. So a great situation here for Jones if she can hit her free throws now. First one goes on down as she hits her first free throw. And you're right, Kyle. It, she almost has those extendo arms that as she starts to go scoop for that layup, the arm just keeps extending and extending. And as you go to swat it away, as Jones' second free throw is good, makes it a 12-11 game, you just end up getting arm instead. And so far, that's why you've seen Jones, especially the last few games, getting to the line quite a bit. Here's Heimberger, step back jumper from the top of the key, no good. And loose ball foul going to get whistled against HPU goes against Megan Jones a little too physical with Molly Whitmore there it's Jones's first the first of this second quarter on HPU baseline out of bounds now for Azusa it's actually fortunate for the Sharks because had that ball been in play it would have been an easy putback opportunity for the Cougars Kirkman left wing three knocks it on down on the baseline out of bounds makes it a 15-11 game back up to a four-point lead for APU as Masaki gets downhill with the right hand, kicks back out to Ross. Now Kalina Obrey will give to Burge on the right wing, skips across to Ross with 15. Ross uses the Jones, steps behind the arc, puts up the three, and offensive rebound, Megan Jones. Second opportunity now for HPU, trailing 15-11. Haley Masaki gives up top to Jones, who will give to Ross. Ross with 10 on the shot clock, must work quickly, gets the screen from Megan Jones, and 24 going to get whistled for a foul. That's Paige Uihara. A little too much trying to get through the pick of Megan Jones. Whistled for her second foul was Uihara. Second foul of this second quarter on Azusa Pacific. And as Mason Souza made that call, the call was correct. I think it just went on the wrong player. Probably should have gone against Molly Whitmore, the larger of the two players, for clearing space. But unfortunately for APU, Uihara gets called for the foul. And that's something to keep an eye on as Uihara picks up her second foul. One of the top scorers, one of four double-digit scorers for APU, averages over 12.5 points per contest as Leslie Mojica's pass is knocked out of bounds. It'll remain with HPU with 10 on the shot clock. Let's see what HPU draws up here. Baseline out of bounds, eight minutes to go in the second quarter. Mojica misses energy, bringing it in. Here's Masaki. Baseline drive will find Ross. Pull-up jumper from the mid-range off back iron. Rebounded by Sayok and APU. Kick ahead to a streaking APU player. That was Belquist who couldn't get the layup to go down. Hustle back by HPU. Gets the rebound. Kicks it off to Ross. Step in three. Off the mark. No good. Jones taps it but couldn't secure the offensive board. Remains a 15-11 lead for Azusa Pacific. Here's Kirkman over on the left wing. That's where she likes to do most of her work. Steps behind the arc. Knocks down another three. And Ray Alvarado going to need a timeout. Letting his team know he's not pleased with that one. As we have a timeout on the floor. APU has pushed the lead up to 7. 18 your score with 7.30 remaining here. In the second quarter, timeout on the floor will take one as well. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 
Yayu sunglasses are designed with you in mind. The ball player. The construction worker. The fashionista. The outdoorsman. Or woman. You want it? Let's get it. Type in Ya, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market. Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved, wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say, Yeah, you. Type in Ya, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu to shop today. Back to more HPU Sharks basketball presented by Hawaii Pacific Health on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back on into the Shark Tank where HPU trails APU 18-11. Haley Masaki working up top with 10 on the shot clock. Gets the left-handed layup up but can't get it to go. Rebounded by Whitmore and APU. And the Cougars back in transition the other way. Now they'll slow it down. Here's Sayot calling out a play up top. Guarded closely by Allison Ross. Will give to Heimberger at the right elbow. And Heimberger offensive foul right there on. Just a little bit bigger than Leslie Mojica, and Mojica doing a nice job using her body, moving her feet to draw the charge. And Mojica doing a little bit of, uh, we'll call it a soccer-style reaction to that foul. Maybe she got bumped a bit, but she went flying, and that led to the foul call. Let's look for APU here. They're employing a full-court press, trying to make things even more difficult on the Sharks' offense. A 1-2-2 zone press as a foul in the backcourt. Masaki tried to pivot on through it, and Sabrina Belquist knocked her upside the head. So the fourth foul on APU. Next one will be double bonus for HPU with 6.46 remaining in the second quarter. Something to keep an eye on for the Sharks as they break the press, get the ball up top to Leslie Mojica, left-handed drive. Loses her dribble for a moment, now regathers. Back up top to Haley Masaki with 15 on the shot clock. Back into the corner for Mojica. Mojica, left corner three, knocks it on through, and that's what Leslie Mojica does exceptionally well. When she takes her time and steps into it from behind the arc, she is one of the deadliest shooters on this Hawaii Pacific roster. Knocks in that one to make it an 18-14 game, 6-12 remaining now as Sayak gets a screen from Heimberger. Heimberger up top, straightaway three try, comes up a little bit short. Ball tapped and knocked and taken by Sayak. Belquist now swings one more extra to Kirkman on the left wing. Ball no good and rebounded by Mojica and the Sharks. Now Mojica will come with a head of steam the other way for HPU. Brings it on down the left side of the court, crosses over to the middle, spins, gives it back out. Here's Kalina Obrief, left corner, triple. Back-to-back -back left corner threes for HPU. Makes it a one-point game after Leslie Mojica and Kalina Obrey knocked it down back-to-back -back threes. A nice job there. HPU had it made a three, but now that's two in a row, getting within one point again of the number 12th-ranked APU Cougars. And that's something we talked about with the men as well was offensive process being good for HPU, kicking the ball out, getting good looks, shooting in rhythm, and that's what happened on both of those last possessions. First Mojica, then Obrey. Layup for APU is no good, and on the rebound, jump ball gonna be called. Possession arrow favoring Azusa. So it'll be baseline out of bounds, 20 on the shot clock, leading by one, 519 left here in the opening half of play. Ball goes to Kirkman out on the right wing, then we'll give to Whitmore, and then a ball or a foul away from the ball going against Kalina Obrey. A little too physical with Kelly Heimberger. And we'll give another baseline 
out of bounds chance to the visiting Cougars. Speaking of Obrey, she's almost like two players in one on offense. She has that strong post game, but she can also bounce out and hit the three when you need it. So very versatile for Coach Alvarado and his team. She's a true stretch four for this HPU squad where she can definitely play you down low, but like you said, stretch the floor a little bit. Another second chance opportunity here for APU. Whitmore puts it up, puts it in, and the foul. Molly Whitmore got the left-handed layup to go and draws the foul on Megan Jones, her second. Heads the line for one more, looking to push it back up to a four-point advantage for APU as we tick under five minutes to play in this second quarter. Erica Glenn back into the game for HPU. And with Mojica headed to the bench, we'll see if the Sharks can keep up the energy that the freshman Phenom brings every time she hits the court. Whitmore's free throw goes off back iron and no good. Whitmore, a 67% free throw shooter this season. Remains a three-point lead for Azusa Pacific. Here's Masaki up top, calling out the offense. Sends Tiana Holland on through. She'll drive the lane, blocked away by Molly Whitmore out of bounds. Remains with HPU, but good defense there by the six-foot-two Australian forward for Azusa Pacific, defending the paint. And props to Masaki for at least trying to penetrate the defense, but there might come a point where she realizes that play's not going to work against the tall trees of APU, and the Cougars get another steal. Too many turnovers so far in the first half, and speaking of turnovers, Kirkman dragged her pivot foot, traveling her official all over it right there. So far, the official's doing a phenomenal job, allowing both sides to get away with some physicality and allowing both sides to play a little bit, but also not letting it just be willy-nilly anywhere, but also not a whistle fast. You like to see that if you are a spectator or a player. Here's Glenn. Pardon me, Brandon Self, the referee, making the good call there. Wasn't it national referee or official day yesterday? So maybe continuing that celebration today. Showing why they get their very own day. Ball out. One more extra pass to Glenn. Knocks it on through. Unselfish play by Kalina Obrey to give up an open look into the corner and find a wide open Erica Glenn on the left wing to tie this one up at 20 apiece. And so far, the Sharks have played phenomenal basketball against the nationally ranked Cougars. Here's Kirkman getting a screen from Heinberger over on the left wing. Feeds down into the corner for Heinberger. Baseline drive against Obrey. Puts up the reverse layup. Left it short. Rebound fought for and taken by Kalina Obrey. Excellent job by the Kamehameha Kapalama product as she gets fouled in the backcourt. And that's a costly foul for APU. The fifth one in this quarter will send Obrey to the line for a pair. And Obrey, one of the top shooters, top free throw shooters, I should say, on this team, a timeout on the floor. We'll keep it on here as the tie or as the game has tied on up at 20. And pardon me, no timeout on the floor. Just a couple of subs as the officials counted on out. All good now as Obrey steps to the charity stripe for a pair this season. Kalina Obrey, an 86% foul shooter as the first one comes up short and of course as I'm singing her praises <laughs> thanks Paul <laughs> I have jinxed her once again missed just one free throw last game kind of had a face of disgust after it same deal right there second free throw rolls on in for Obrey as she was certainly frustrated by not, not knocking down both but once again HPU ahead 21-20 as we tick under 3.30 left to play in the opening half 
And even though you have to play a full game, what a victory it would be if HPU can maintain and maybe even add to this slim lead here in the first half. Good defense there by Ella Burge. Forces the Whitmore miss. Transition quickly the other way. Good defense by APU's Kirkman to get back and come up with a steal. Knock the pass away from Erica Glenn. And now APU will slow down just a hair. Here's Kirkman over on the left wing, driving, gets the screen, takes it back on out. Left wing three, banks it on in. Lauren Jones, another Australian on this APU roster, gives the Cougars the lead once again, 23-21, as we're under three minutes left in this second quarter. Masaki, crossover into the lane, kicks over, finds Tiana Holland, right corner triple, knocks it on in, and the team's trading daggers from long range now as HPU back ahead by one. Here's Sydney Haney, feeds down low to Whitmore, and Whitmore going to get fouled by Ella Burge on the way up, and I believe it'll result in a pair of free throws for the six-foot-two forward out of Australia. It will. And interesting there, Whitmore kind of giving it to her teammate. That is Sydney Honey, the uh, freshman from Kirkland, Washington. Whitmore basically saying, you need to be in the right spot on the court because when you crowd me down low, that draws more defenders. And fortunately for APU, they get a couple of free throws because I thought it was a nice block by APU. First free throw goes down, and you're right, right there. A good example of a senior explaining to a freshman exactly what you need to do and why it's so important to execute the little things on offense. Second free throw is good for Whitmore to give the lead back to APU. 25-24, er, pardon me, 227 left in this second quarter. Skip pass dangerously across the court, makes its way to Masaki. Two on one now, Masaki swatted away once again by Whitmore as... The six-foot-two forward not fooled by the ball fake and Euro step of Masaki swatting it out of bounds. Once again, her third block here of the first half. And again, I, I give Masaki credit because her game is, is based on penetration, right? She can either run the lane and make a layup or kind of go Tony, Tony Parker and run the baseline and then shoot it out to an open player. But so far, her layup game is being erased by the tall trees of HPU. This time Masaki gets on in and she instead is hit from behind. Sydney Hanning once again, the freshman, showing her youth. Fouling Masaki on the way up after Masaki beat her on a first step. So now Haley Masaki heads to the free throw line. The 78% foul shooter averages eight points a contest. And when I spoke to Ray Alvarado before the season began, he told me, we're going to go as far as Haley Masaki can take us sometimes because she is a spark plug, but she also is the key point guard, main ball handler, and facilitator for this HPU team as she knocks in the first free throw to tie it back up at 25. Kaylee Berry getting ready to check on into the game once again. Second free throw up and good for Masaki as HPU pushes back in front, 26-25. And the great thing, Paul, for HPU is they continue this rebuild with the program. Only two seniors as far as Loftus and Burge go as far as regular players. So the future is bright if the Sharks can keep this nucleus together and continue to grow. Just the first year under coach Ray Alvarado, who came from the College of the Sequoias, as Audrey Sayok lays it up high off glass and in to retake the lead for APU. 
You're right, though, Kyle. This HPU team, a lot of youth and a lot of good pieces to use going forward as Jordan Jensen gets all the way to the rim and is fouled. will head to the line for a pair of free throws. And Jensen, another one of those pieces that comes off the bench but has been productive in multiple categories, averages about five points a game, but also chips in about four boards per contest as well. So somebody who Coach Ray Alvarado can lean on to play both guard spots and down low for the Sharks. And some big free throws here for HPU, down by just one, now tying it as the first free throw by JJ is up and good. Jordan Jensen knocking in the first free throw to tie it once again at 27. Tiana Holland getting ready to check back into the game for HPU. Second free throw for Jensen is good. Holland back in for Masaki. And Holland, one of those mid-season additions for HPU alongside Allison Ross, who joined during the semester break. Holland coming from the College of the Sequoias, former starting point guard for Coach Ray Alvarado. Here's Hayok, or Sayok, pardon me. Tries to kick it on over to find Hanny, but couldn't. Ball tapped out of bounds by HPU will remain with Azusa, 14 to shoot. And look for APU to get something to Whitmore. She just got a signal from her coach, maybe a screen and roll to the basket. Whitmore just very, very strong. You can see anytime she sets up down low, Ella Burge given everything she got as Burge sends it away off Kirkman last as Kirkman swatted by the Swedish forward. And an excellent job playing defense there to maintain the 28-27 advantage for HPU by Ella Burge. And what APU did there was they ran Whitmore across the paint, almost like a screener in football, like a fullback, right, or a pulling guard. She took three defenders with her. Fortunately, no basket for APU. Stolen away on transition by APU. Three-pointer try by Jones off the mark. Offensive rebound by Hanny. Back down low to Whitmore. Her layup too strong. Offensive rebound once again. Kick out, find Sayok. Her three off the mark left and a foul once again in the backcourt called on APU. That one's going to go against Lauren Jones. And now HPU once again sent to the free throw line despite being 90 feet away from the basket. A bad foul there by Azusa Pacific sending Jordan Jensen back to the charity stripe after the southpaw guard knocked down two previously. And Whitmore needs to be careful. She's voicing her displeasure to the referees. Maybe a little too much. They kind of collectively gave her a warning there. And we'll see if that continues throughout this game. Jensen's first free throw pure through the net. Puts it up to a two-point advantage for HPU. And this is something that we've talked about early through this half and all throughout, really, was that when you get stops on one end, you have to capitalize with points on the other. Even if it's just one, this time it's two as Jensen goes two of two at the charity stripe and now checks on out Leslie Mojica, the Energizer Bunny for this HBU team back into the game. 30-27, the lead for Hawaii Pacific as we're under a minute left to play in this first half. Sayok over to the left wing, finds Kirkman, her three-pointer, nothing but air, rebounded by Whitmore, and the ball going to be knocked out of bounds off HPU last. 
remains with APU with 17 on the shot clock and 51.6 on the game clock. And again, the game within the game, if HPU can at least hold on to this three-point lead, maybe even expand on it, that would be a huge mini victory in what would be an ultimate upset victory over APU if they can hold on. In need of a stop here. Won't get it initially as Leslie Mojica got a piece of Audrey Sayok on the way up. So the sophomore guard for APU steps to the foul line for a pair of free throws with 44.9 seconds remaining. And Sayok, Paul, doing a really good job in the stead of Paige Uihara, who went to the bench very early with those two fouls. And she's filling in admirably. But keep an eye on the second half as that first free throw is no good because when Uihara comes back, that APU offense is going to be clicking. It's a good call out by you. Uihara glued to the bench since very early on as Sayok goes 0 of 2 at the line. Burge comes up with the rebound. So HPU looking to add on to a three-point lead. 35 seconds left in the opening half of play. Erica Glenn gives into the left corner for Kaylee Berry. Berry now a post-up turns and swatted away that time. Sydney Haney, good job going straight up and blocking a shot and then a foul going to be called afterwards. I believe it goes against Kaylee Berry and that's a bad foul by Berry as now HPU has committed too many sending APU into the bonus. Two free throws on the way for the Cougars. It'll be Molly Whitmore stepping to the line as APU trails 30-27 with 24.6 seconds remaining. And to your point, Paul, it was a good play by Barry, but a little too aggressive as the players went to the ground. Instead of getting the tie-up, it ends up being a foul on Whitmore, who I would say is in the running for PacWest Player of the Year just by watching her in this first half. Incredible. She is somebody who uh, is hard to stop. First free throw is good. Averages 11.6 rebounds and an assist per game across 13 contests. Shooting 62% from the floor and 50% from three-point range as well. Standing at six foot two, so can do it inside and out. Knocks down both free throws right there to cut it to a one-point deficit for APU. 24.6 seconds remaining here in the first half. Putting back on that press as Leslie Mojica gets it to Glenn, skips it up for... Burge gets it across the timeline and Masaki will settle with 15 on the clock. Masaki with 10 over to Burge on the left wing. Gives to Glenn. Backdoor cut to Masaki. Masaki puts it up. Got hit on the way. Couldn't get the layup to fall but was hit by Erica Kelly. So the 5'5 guard will head to the line with 5.4 seconds remaining, looking to add on to this one-point HPU lead. As, as Masaki shoots those two free throws, I go back to Audrey Sayok. While she's been putting in a great effort, you can see she's fatigued. And part of the reason Masaki was able to streak to the basket was because Sayok just didn't have the energy to get back and guard her fellow player. So props to Masaki for seeing that and then attacking the basket, getting the harm. First free throw is good for Masaki. Want to take this opportunity to remind you this game is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Hawaii Pacific Health takes the team approach to providing the expert care you need when and where you need it. Together, we are creating a healthier Hawaii. Both free throws good for Haley Masaki as it's a three-point advantage for HPU. Once again, Paige Uihara back on in. Ball gets into Kirkman. Left corner three at the buzzer. No good. Too long off back iron and at the halftime break, HPU has an upset brewing inside the Shark Tank. 32-29.
HPU leads ranked APU at the break. Don't go too far. We'll break down all the action here on Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back on Into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action today as HPU leads number 12. APU at halftime, 32-29 as the Sharks doing an excellent job on the defensive end, holding the Cougars to just 3 of 14 shooting from long range, 11 of 37 overall. And Sharks 4 of 10 from long range themselves. Bunch of different scorers and tell you what it's been the defense that's impressed me most so far Kyle by finishing each possession with a defensive rebound I know it says 11 offensive chances for Azusa but you have to remember four of those came in the first two possessions of that half and as you went on through Ray Alvarado continuing to do a good job rotating players to make sure fatigue doesn't set in and so far working for HPU up by three at the break. Yeah, I don't think you could have drawn it up any better for HPU, even though, as we mentioned early in the game, HPU struggled on offense. The main thing is they have the halftime lead, and one of the reasons they did it, again, I'm going to circle Haley Misaki here on our stat sheet. Six points, two assists, but four fouls drawn. It's her ability to poke and prod and draw attention that led to three APU players collecting two fouls apiece, and that especially with Paige Uehara going to the bench. She only played half of the first half, and that allowed HPU to build the three-point lead. Now, taking that to the second half, we know that Uehara is going to be back, and that means APU's offense will step up. So that means not only does HPU have to clamp down, but they have to start taking advantage of those second-chance opportunities and really cashing in. It's going to be important to do a lot of the same things we saw from that first half. Going to be important to continue to keep Uihara down. Going to be important to try and slow down Molly Whitmore as well. The six foot two forward had herself a decent first half there. Had eight points tied for the top of all scorers. Actually, three different players for APU, all with eight points. Tylee Manuel and Amaya Kirkman also chipping in eight apiece. When we come back, continue to break down what we saw in that first half of action as HPU leads ranked APU 32-29 at halftime. Don't go too far. This is HPU Sharks basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash boneandjointcenters. Back to more HPU basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network and streaming live at hawaiisportsradio.com. 
Welcome back on Into the Shark Tank. Paul Breck, Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action as HPU leads nationally ranked APU at halftime 32-29. And during the break, we were doing a little bit of recon and research because we have the newest national rankings in Division II women's basketball on out. And Azusa Pacific, despite being on an 11-game win streak, actually has dropped a few spots. They are now 18th in the nation in the, the D2 poll and 22nd in the coaches' poll. Nonetheless, 15-3 and three and an impressive team altogether here getting everything they can handle from HPU in the first half 32-29 is your score mentioned it before three different scores with eight points apiece for Azusa Pacific leading the way for HPU is Megan Jones with seven points on two of three shooting from the field and three of four shooting from the charity stripe Haley Masaki closely behind with six points and a pair of assists for a four from the charity stripe as well. So far, APU dominating things inside the paint. 16 to 8. They lead there as long or along with second chance opportunities. They have eight points on those compared to just four for HPU. Yeah, and Paul, I'm a stat geek, and one of the things that jumped out to me was the free throw discrepancy. HPU making 12 of 14, APU only 4 of 7. And what that tells me is that even though HPU is a smaller team, they're doing a really good job of being aggressive, getting the contact. And as we mentioned on Saturday against Uichilo in the women's game, all you need is those five fouls, and you shoot two the rest of the quarter. So you don't have to worry about one and one, no pressure there. And if HPU, I think, even though they're going to they're gonna eventually lose the battle in the paint because APU is just that much bigger and stronger, HPU can keep that edge by being aggressive, maybe get APU deeper into foul trouble, and try to win this game on the strength of their free throw shooting. A really, really good game that has been in store through one half of play thus far. A really good job following up what was an extremely exciting game beforehand. It was field trip day, field trip game here inside the Shark Tank. Over 400 screaming elementary schoolers right behind our broadcast location cheering on HPU as they took down APU 66-58. My Ducenich was your Yayu yeah, player of the game with 22 points. That's up now where most podcasts can be found as well as on our website, hawaiisportsradio.com. If you want to check that on out, had the feel of a playoff game going against the preseason favorites in the Pac West in Azusa Pacific. And here you have the current season favorites in the Pac West in Azusa Pacific's women's team, 9-0 in the conference, 15-3 overall, have yet to lose on the road, 4-0 away from home thus far. The Sharks looking to change that going forward, Kyle. Yeah, and we go back to Coach Alvarado's keys to the game. His first key was win the rebounding battle, and look what happened. They HPU did it, 22-21, and the other key that we mentioned for HPU is to avoid getting stuck under the screens. I said open that screen door because as APU starts to exert its will and its physicality, that's where they can create openings on their offensive end. But if HPU can continue to be active, ride the energy that is brought by players like Leslie Mojica and Haley Masaki, I think the Sharks have a good chance. They just need to do all those things and not not lapse. Don't, don't let down at all because that's where APU can really start to run away. And when we come back, second half action between HPU and APU. The Sharks leading the Cougars 32-29 at halftime. Don't go too far. You're listening to HPU Sharks basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 
home of the Los Angeles Clippers, KGUAM K236CR is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on AM 760, 95.1 FM. Welcome back on Into the Shark Tank as HPU's women's basketball team looking to pull off a big time upset in the Pac West and nationally here today hosting Azusa Pacific up 32-29 over the 18th ranked team in the country. And Kyle, well on their way to giving themselves a chance at giving a real scare to Azusa Pacific. And we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, only a three-point lead and 20 minutes to go. But as I mentioned, following the loss to Chaminade that HPU turned in last Thursday, if HPU can somehow pull the upset here, not only do you erase the, the foul taste of that loss, but you almost get two wins in one because you take APU down a notch and then you catapult over some of those teams that are really fighting to get out of the cellar here in the Pac West. Would be a big time propeller type of game for HPU because as well, I mentioned it a few times now where 9-0 and this season in the Pac West is APU a loss. That means they've taken down a few of the same teams that, guess what? HPU is going to have to either play or has played already. Gives you a win up on them and uh, it's, it's a kind of a puzzle. You're piecing together wins and losses best you can throughout that conference slate would be a big time win today. And one more thing we haven't mentioned. In the men's game we did touch on it, but APU just came in I believe they flew in yesterday. So they're still getting acclimated on this swing through the Hawaii's teams as they're going to play HPU, Hilo, and Chaminade while they're here. So this is the right time to play a team like APU if you're HPU because you're catching them fresh off the plane, still adjusting to the two-hour time difference and everything that comes with going from California to a humid Hawaii. And Erica Glenn will inbound the basketball to Haley Masaki in front of our broadcast location, and we are underway here in the third quarter. HPU leads 32-29 over Azusa Pacific. Haley Masaki over on the left wing will bring it back around the three-point arc, now over on the right wing. Up top to Erica Glenn with 12 on the shot clock. Fakes the handoff to Burge. Now Burge on the backdoor cut. Ball poked away by Manuel. Good outlet pass ahead to Kirkland. Left it short on the layup. Good hustle back by Ella Burge to secure the rebound right there. One and done for APU. And what should have been a free two points instead is another stop for the Sharks. And, Paul, really quickly, that's now three times HPU's hustled back in transition defense and prevented an easy layup. So that's essentially six points off the board for the Cougars. Here's Jones up top to Masaki with 10 on the shot clock. Masaki stop and go into the paint. Finds Burge with 5. Burge pull up from the left elbow. Bounces off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Molly Whitmore and cleared by APU. Paige Uihara back into the game. Had two early fouls for APU. She averages over 12 points per contest for this Cougars team. Was a big-time loss for a while as that one goes down for Ty Lee Manuel, plus the foul going to get Ella Burge, I believe, hanging on the shirt of Manuel. Sends the six-foot-one forward from Billings, Montana, to the line. And Look Man at Taya. Manuel Paul is one of those players that was saddled with two early fouls too. So it's almost like AP was playing at half strength in that first couple of periods. And here they are. You can see dominating 
And the good news for the HPU, Manuel misses the free throw, so they still maintain a 32-31 lead. Continues a bit of a rough stretch from the charity strike. Four of eight so far from the line is APU. Came into this one just a 67% foul shooting team as Haley Masaki will track down the ball with 10 on the shot clock here. Starts to get the screen from Jones. Feeds down low, but forced it. Another turnover and stolen away by Kirkland. Pass over to the left wing. Here's Uihara. Drills it. Paige Uihara, and you see exactly why the senior was such a big loss to the bench with two early fouls. That one pure as APU back ahead 34-32 here in the early going of the third quarter. Masaki in the right corner, crosses on over, gets into the lane. Ball lost a little bit, now tracks it back down. Gets Kalina Obrey over on the right wing. Post feed for Megan Jones with 10 on the shot clock. Jones, couple of dribbles across the lane, blocked away by Kelly Heimberger. Nice job there by the six-foot forward from San Jose, California, and help side to block it away from the six-foot-three Jones. Oihara gets the double horn screen up top. Now we'll pull back over to the right wing for Kirkland. Baseline drive. Kicks back on out. Uihara, left wing three, off the mark, no good. Rebounded by Obrey and the Sharks. And now in transition the other way comes Masaki. Masaki over the timeline, gets a screen from Obrey. Now on the left wing, handoff to Mojica. Mojica will pull from the left wing, knocks it on down. Her second three-pointer, Leslie Mojica, continuing her hot shooting from three-point range over the last few games. Had three in the win versus Hilo. Three three-pointers, I should say, now has two today as the Sharks back ahead. 35-34 now. Under seven minutes to go here, and an offensive foul going to go against Ty Lee Manuel. Ella Burge taking the contact there, and Kyle, as you said before, Manuel picking up another foul, so another starter. A little bit of foul trouble for APU, and it's a reward for HPU being so aggressive, so strong with the ball, doing the little things that they need to take care of, and the officials seeing that taking care of them on the other side. Here's Tiana Holland, crossover into the lane, gets it blocked out of bounds by Uihara. Good defense by the five foot seven guard. And let's circle that offensive foul by Manuel Paul because had it not been called, I think she would have got an easy layup and potentially an and one based on her great floor position as HPU turns it over again. Once again, trying to force the ball into Megan Jones, gives it away, Uihara spinning through the lane. The whirling dervish to lay it up and in, and a one-point lead once again for APU. 36-35 now, under six and a half to play here in the third. Allison Ross into the game once again, gives to Kaylee Berry on the left wing. Berry fakes the turn, now puts up the right-handed runner. Got it to go, 37-36. Berry was a PacWest Player of the Week earlier this season. Comes off, to the, or comes off the bench mainly for HPU. Just about 13 minutes per game, averages three points per contest. They're getting two on one shot. Here's Whitmore up top, will hand off to Uihara with 15. Uihara stops, goes, puts a floater off glass, can't get it to drop, rebounded by Megan Jones, and Tiala, pardon me, Tiana Holland will walk it up for HPU. One point advantage for the Sharks here, about midway through the third quarter. Kaylee Berry over on the left wing will cross over, picks up her dribble now, and a lazy pass stolen away by Manuel. Transition back, and Manuel puts it up. Good defense by Burge, who got back. Offensive board, and another opportunity here as Manuel fouled on the way up. 
believe it's going to go against Barry. And you know what, Paul? I'll take that because even if HPU racks up the fouls here, we've seen that APU has struggled to shoot the free throws. And as we mentioned, again, going back to the men's game, you want to make APU earn their points. Manuel could have easily gotten a layup there, actually two after that breakaway, but strong HPU defense prevented that, and we'll see if that helps fatigue APU even more. I'm glad you bring up making them earn it even more. I mentioned before, under a 67% free throw shooting team is APU as first free throw goes down for Manuel. And Ella Burge, as she goes to the bench, absolutely exhausted following that defensive effort. So nice to see these HPU players really selling out, trying to get this upset win today. They are putting everything they got into this one, trying their best. And I mentioned it at halftime, Ray Alvarado doing a good job trying to rotate and keep the legs fresh. A good job breaking the press right here. Only two dribbles the entire way as Kaylee Berry feeds a wide open Megan Jones to put HPU back up by one. 5-10 and ticking here in the third. A little good two-man game between the front court forwards of HPU. Step back three by Paige Uihara is good. Makes it a two-point advantage for HPU as Uihara starting to get loose here in the third quarter after being saddled down with a pair of fouls throughout the first half. Here's Holland up top to Jones. Post feed down low to Obrey. Gets it knocked out of her hands. Baseline out. And when we come back, it'll be HPU basketball trailing by two. 41-39 is your score. Number 18, Azusa Pacific leading Hawaii Pacific. Don't go too far. This is HPU Sharks basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more HPU Sharks basketball presented by Hawaii Pacific Health on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back. Welcome back on into the Shark Tank. HPU trails APU 41-39 with 4.46 remaining here in the third quarter. Inbound to Kaylee Berry who gets bumped on the inbounds. Foul goes against number 35, Molly Whitmore. It's her first, the team's second. Fresh 20 on the shot clock now for HPU. I want to take this opportunity to remind you this broadcast brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health when you choose a primary care physician affiliated with our sponsor, Hawaii Pacific Health. They take a personalized approach to prevention, wellness, and a healthier you. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash primary care. Inbound is stolen away by APU, but another transition layup is missed. Rebound by Tiana Holland, and then a jump ball called. Possession arrow favors the Cougars, so it'll be baseline out of bounds for APU. And props to Holland there. Again, hustling back. Obrey got her pocket picked, and it seemed like an easy layup for APU, but Holland challenged it. That's now four baskets eliminated by the hustle defense of HPU. Oihara's three-pointer in and out. No good. Whitmore tracks down the offensive board. Kick out one more. Left wing three rolls off the rim for Sabrina Belquist. Rebounded by Kalina Obrey. Outlet pass ahead to Megan Jones. She tried to track it down. She does. Allison Ross, right wing three, comes up just a little bit short. Rebounded by Molly Whitmore and cleared by APU. Still a two-point advantage for the Cougars with about four minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Paige Uihara starting to get a little bit hot as this quarter goes on. Uihara kicks over to the left wing to find Amaya Kirkland. Will drive baseline, steps through, puts up the layup off the rim, no good. But Molly Whitmore's put back 
is also no good, but she'll get fouled by Megan Jones sending the six foot two four, pardon me, six foot two forward to the line, looking to add on to this two point advantage for APU. Whitmore playing like she's six foot four, getting all the rebounds down low and a lot of energy, but props to HPU again, making her work for these points. And you can tell Whitmore is definitely starting to get tired. Whitmore, if you are a University of Hawaii fan, I, I would venture to say that Whitmore almost reminds me of Brooklyn Ruers, the Michigan State transfer who does stand at six foot four for the Rainbow Wahine, can knock it down from outside. Inside is a stronger presence than maybe a frame of someone you look at, Megan Jones, who is lankier but perhaps a little less strength to her as the first free throw goes down for Whitmore. Whitmore's second free throw is up and good. Push it to a four-point advantage for Azusa. Ella Burge back into the game for Hawaii Pacific along with Leslie Mojica. Checks in for Kaylee Berry and Megan Jones. And for APU, Manuel coming back into the game. If I'm HPU, I go right at her down low. Try to get that fourth foul. And if she backs off, you get an easy bucket down low. HPU doing a nice job breaking the zone pressure of APU thus far. Moving the ball, not trying to dribble through traps. As 15 on the shot clock here for HPU, Haley Masaki will get a screen over on the left wing, pull it on back, waiting for the play to develop. Now with eight, Masaki crosses over, feeds on the baseline to Jensen. Jensen steps and looks like a blocking foul gonna get called. And this is a big call here, depending on who it goes on. It goes against number 11, Sabrina Belquist, instead of Paige Uehara, who was the one who hit the floor. And had it gone against Uehara, would have been number three against one of the top scorers for APU. Instead, it's the second against Belquist. Left wing three for Mojica, too strong. Rebounded by Ella Burge once again. The Swedish forward continuing to do a nice job on the offensive and defensive glass. And Leslie Mojica mishandles the dribble, stolen away by Uehara. Uihara puts Masaki into the post, now turns, puts up the shot, can't get it to go, comes up short, rebounded by Mojica, bounce pass ahead to Burge, Burge back to a cutting Jensen, but went through Jensen's hands out of bounds, and just a little bit too quick there for HPU as they continue to trail this one by four, three minutes remaining in the third quarter. Yeah, HPU playing with a little too much urgency there. I think realizing they're down by four, trying to get back into it instead of playing their game, which is tonight, today, pardon me, a little more methodical than usual. Here's Heimberger, swings the ball on over to the left wing to Kirkland. Kirkland down low, Emmanuel puts up the fadeaway jumper, and Ella Burge just a little overzealous there. Gets a piece of Manuel on the way up and will send the forward to the line for a pair. Burge picks up her third foul, fourth on HPU here in this third quarter. Want to take this opportunity to remind you that, hey, you can tune in every single Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Sharks Weekly, a deep dive into HPU athletics. Get it on demand at hawaiisportsradio.com and watch it on our YouTube channel, Hawaii Sports Radio Network, to learn all about the athletes making up HPU's athletic programs. Both free throws are good for Manuel. 45-39 now is the APU lead with under two and a half to play here in the third and a turnover on the inbound. 
Gives the ball back to APU here. A fresh 36-point lead following the two free throws from Manuel. And moving screen going to go against Kelly Heimberger. So a lot of action here on the same part of the court, but the ball has never gone to the front court. Check that. It's going to be on Manuel. That's her fourth foul. And that's huge for HPU because now the big for APU is going to hit the bench and will probably be out till late in the fourth quarter. That's an excellent catch by you there. The fourth foul indeed as once again breaking the press is HPU. Only one dribble all the way down as Jordan Jensen feeds Ella Burge for the left-handed layup. Cuts it on down to a four-point lead for APU. And you're right, Kyle, where Manuel sent to the bench for who knows how long now. And she had really started to get things going. Averages nine points and six boards a contest. As here's Heimberger puts up the step back jumper, gets it blocked in last second, gets knocked out of bounds off APU last. Another good job by the HPU defense to come up with another stop. And a challenge for the Sharks here. They're down by six, now only four. If they can at least tie things up by the end of this quarter, they're going to be in prime position to pull the upset. Sharks doing a good job sticking in this one. So much so to make APU take off that press as a cutting Masaki wide open right corner three. Jordan Jensen found her, but Masaki couldn't get it to go down and will get a loose ball foul going against, I believe, Kalina Obrey. It is. It's her second, the team's fifth. And that'll be costly for HPU as now Azusa Pacific heads to the line for a pair of free throws. And every foul against the Sharks from here on out will result in a pair of of attempts from the charity stripe. Yeah, and that's tough for HPU because Masaki had a great look wide open in the corner for three, missed that one, and then you get the foul. So a potentially potential, pardon me, five-point swing for APU as that first free throw by Heimberger is up and good. It's those little moments in the game that prove so costly at times. Both free throws good for Heimberger following the open look for Masaki not going down. A six-point advantage now for APU with just over a minute and a half left to play in the third quarter. Erica Glenn up top will hand off to Jensen. No, pardon me. Fakes the handoff to Jensen. Now gives to Obrey. Obrey back to Glenn up top. Driving with the left. Into the lane. Looks. Finds Ella Burge. Burge couldn't get the layup to go, but second chance opportunity. She was fouled. So... The 5'11 forward Ella Burge will head to the foul line with the clock stopped, hoping to cut into this Azusa Pacific lead. And this might be a little departure from what you might normally think, but I think that was actually good that Burge missed that shot because now she has a crack at two free throws, and you continue as she makes the first one from the charity stripe to get APU into foul trouble. And to me, that's more important than making layups at this point because the more you wear them down, the more you have an opportunity to pull out the win. Burge, perfect two of two at the line right there to make it a four-point game. And Kyle, I like the way you think, continuing to stay aggressive and take the action to a or APU as they're trying to back off just a little bit. Mentioned they took off the... as we're going to get a foul on Ella Burge, a little too aggressive there on the post-denial. Took off the press from HPU, and here we see them into the both sides into the bonus for the final 117 of this quarter as Burge picks up her fourth foul. So the same way HPU got Manuel into foul trouble, APU is kind of flipping the script, 
getting Burge into trouble there. But the good news for the Sharks is that Obrey and Jones are still in good position as far as foul trouble goes. And even better news for HPU, Jones has been getting a big, long rest here on the bench, which will prime her for the fourth quarter of action. They'll need her should they want to come up with an upset over the 18th-ranked Cougars. 49-43 following the two free throw makes for Molly Whitmore. As Ella Burge heads to the bench, Kalina Obrey back into the game. Masaki down the lane and gets it knocked away. Out of bounds will remain with the Sharks. Baseline out of bounds with 23 to shoot. Yeah, HP looking to run some motion on the offense there, but a good job by the Cougars of recognizing that and moving with the Sharks and really creating some havoc. Inbound finds its way to Jensen. Now back out to Keona Loftus, who's back into the game. Obrey over to Masaki with 12 on the shot clock. Kick out, left wing three for Glenn. Too long off the mark. Ball knocked out of bounds off APU last. Remain with HPU. Fresh 20 on the shot clock. Baseline out. And here's another opportunity. We talk about it a lot. Can you get that two for one? 53 seconds left here in the third. 20 on the shot clock. Let's see what HPU does. The nice layup off the screen and left-handed layup by Obrey. Beautifully executed there. A quick, purposeful cut by Obrey, and a nice job finishing with her offhand. The left hand there makes it a four-point game, and Haley Masaki going to be whistled for the arm bar right there. And as I mentioned before, both teams in the bonus results in free throws now for Azusa Pacific. Masaki picks up her first foul as Uihara will step to the charity stripe. Paige Uihara, an 82.4% free throw shooter this season can score from all three levels for this APU team. Speaking of people who can score from all three levels, we'll have the OIA Championships coming up later in a couple of weeks. Our Kyle Galdero will be running the play-by-play -play point on those. First up, the OIA Girls Basketball D1 and D2 Championships on January 31st, followed up on February 7th by the OIA Boys Basketball D1 and D2 Championships. You can catch those on these airwaves, 95.1 FM, AM 760, and HawaiiSportsRadio.com. Both free throws are good for Paige Uihara to make it back up to a six-point lead, 51-45. Quickly down the other way, oh, Kalina Obrey left it short after a nice pass and look ahead from Masaki. She gets right back now blocked away by Heinberger the taller Heinberger going straight up and sending it away from Obrey there to maintain this six-point advantage for APU and now the Cougars can hold for one and the tough part there is not only do you miss the layup but you also blow the two-for-one opportunity as APU can hold here 10 left on the game clock with eight Uihara loses her dribble ball knocked out of bounds will remain with APU Knocked off of Haley Masaki last. So it'll be sideline out with 6.4 on the clock. Reminder, neither team with a foul to give. Foul will result in free throws as Heimberger catches. Guarded by Obrey with two. With one, we'll put it up. Put it off the mark. No good long. And after three quarters of play, it's 51-45 in favor of Azusa Pacific. An exciting fourth quarter on the way between these two squads. You won't want to miss it. This is HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Welcome back on into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera bringing you all the action of a big-time PacWest matchup today. 
The Pacific West Conference leader, Azusa Pacific, 9-0 in conference play, 15-3 overall, leading HPU 51-45 as we enter the fourth quarter of play. has been a super exciting one here today. Tell you what, second of two exciting games. If you missed the first one, HPU men's basketball took down APU 66-58, the preseason favorites in the PacWest Conference. You can catch that wherever you get most podcasts on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network as we are back to live action. Kiona Loftus will inbounds right in front of our broadcast location, and it'll be Sharks basketball first, trailing by six. Something to watch here. APU going to their small lineup. This is when the Sharks need to attack and get some buckets inside before the tall trees come back in. No Whitmore in there as Kalina Obrey spins and can't get the layup to go. Gets her own miss. Can't get second chance, no good. Now Megan Jones's try comes up short. Three point blank, or pardon me, point blank looks for HPU not going down there. And it goes back to what we were talking about before is you have to score on those opportunities even when you're getting stops on the other end as Audrey Sayok going to get fouled on the way up. Haley Masaki picking up her second. The team's first of this fourth quarter, just 37 seconds into play. And Seok so quick, making that kind of stop and start move, kind of caught Masaki off guard there. We mentioned earlier she's nursing that right knee injury, and I think Seok really knew that, took advantage of it going right, took the layup, missed it, but got fouled. Yeah, trying to limit the minutes as best he can. Ray Alvarado, a sore right knee for Masaki. And you're already missing Ashley Nunez as the second free throw is up and good. Ashley Nunez, the senior guard, 5'5", five five out of El Paso, Texas, missed the last few games with an injury as well. That's your sports injury report brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Seven-point lead now for APU as we're under nine minutes left to play in this one. 52-45, your score. Here's Keona Loftus who will hand off to Megan Jones with 10 on the shot clock. Back to Loftus on the right wing and a moving screen going to go against Jones. The second foul against HPU and Jones, I believe her fourth it is, as now the main shot blocker for HPU. Going to have to be careful over these final 8.58. Ella Burge coming to the scorer's table with her four fouls will replace Jones. Yeah, and there Jones needs to realize that when you're a, a post player and you kind of go out into space, it's a lot easier for the referees to see you doing something like a moving screen because you stand out so much. Here's Uihara in and out dribble on the right wing, kicks it back on out to Kirkman. Kirkman will drive now, picks up her dribble to find Whitmore, skip on over to the left wing to Heimberger. Kirkman in the left corner now will drive on through the lane, flips up the right-handed layup and rolls on through. Nine-point lead now for APU, 54-45 now as HPU entering the danger zone that you talk about so often, Kyle, where Azusa Pacific looking to run away with this one. Haley Masaki using a screen, kicks out to Loftus. Right wing three, no good. Rebounded by Kirkman. Kirkman going to lose her balance and now a jump ball forced. Good job by Leslie Mojica, who is right there to tie her up. Possession arrow favors APU, up by nine, 8.13 remaining in regulation here as Allison Ross back into the game for Keona Loftus. Now you mentioned that danger zone, HPU on the ropes here, down by the biggest deficit of the game, nine points, and a shot that Loftus just, just took was definitely forced. So HPU needs to go back to that inside out, kind of kick type of game, and, and try to do something because APU 
is right on the precipice of pulling away. Whitmore from about five feet away came up just short. Also worth mentioning Manuel back into the game for APU. Here's Ella Burge on the left wing back to Masaki. Masaki will drive, step through, swatted away by Whitmore, her fourth block of the game. Pulls it on back, still 15 to work. Gives into the post to Obrey. Obrey baseline drive, finds Burge at the tee-up spot. Back out for Masaki. Masaki stripped on the way in. Steal once again by APU. Outlet pass ahead to Paige Uihara. Will drop it on off to Kirkman. Left wing three off the mark. Rebounded by Obrey and the Sharks. As HPU did a nice job getting back in transition there to not give up too bad of a look. Remains a nine-point game here with just about seven minutes left to play. And Ray Alvarado calls his point guard on over. Putting the clock on down and calls for a timeout with 10 on the shot clock. Clearly something on the mind of Coach Ray Alvarado that he wants his team to get coming on out. Well, I think he saw what we just talked about is that APU is really close to pulling away and putting this game out of reach. And it's almost to the point where every offensive possession for HPU can mean the game. Unless HP can go on a run here, like I said earlier, you have to trade buckets. You can't let a APU go on one of those six or eight point runs because that'll mean game over. Like we said before, entering the danger zone of this one right around that double digit mark. A nine point lead currently for APU. HPU basketball after this timeout with nine on the shot clock. 7.02 remaining in regulation. I want to give the beautiful people some fun facts about this matchup, actually, Kyle. All time, these programs are tied 11-11 in the series. First matchup coming back in 2013. Five-game losing streak, though, for HPU currently against the Cougars. So looking to snap that and looking to take advantage in the all-time series. These two teams have also played just once before in the postseason. That was the quarterfinals of the NCAA uh, D2 tournament back in 2001, APU winning 72-59 and the only meeting outside of California or Hawaii after HPU won the PacWest title earlier in that season. Back to live action here with nine on the shot clock. Erica Glenn will inbound to Jones. Handoff back to Glenn. Lob pass down low for Jones. Never got there. Somehow makes it there now, but Jones knocked away. Good defense, never given up on the play. I believe that was Heimberger. And Coach T.J. Hardiman for APO. Big smile on his face knowing that even though his offense isn't clicking, his defense showed up to play today. Manuel falling away, got it to go. Up to an 11-point lead for APU. A tough shot over Ella Burge right there. And you see once again why Manuel being on the bench helped out for HPU so much. Here's Erica Glenn all the way to the cup, lays it on in 56-47 now with 6.20 remaining. And on the flip side, Paul, a good job by Manuel going after Burge, who also has that fourth foul, knowing that Burge isn't going to really play solid defense and she can get an easier look at the hoop. Uihara stop and go. Ball tipped, makes its way to Heimberger, whose left-handed layup falls through. And it's getting to the point for HPU, they can't afford to trade baskets anymore. You need stops on the defensive end, especially if you're not going to score every possession on the offensive end. Here's Jordan Jensen, gets the ball poked away from her and recovers. Now out to Keona Loftus. Her drive kicks into the corner, stolen away by Amaya Kirkland. Kirkland with one man to beat, tries to get around Jones and lets go of the ball in time. Beats a travel violation instead and gets it to Heimerber or Heimberger, who 
puts it on through. 13-point advantage now, the largest of the game for APU, 5.30 remaining. Glenn crosses over, kicks into the left corner for Jensen, whose three-pointer comes up off the mark, rebounded by Manuel, and now APU will slow things down. Yeah, and that might be all the energy HPU had, knowing that APU is, like we said, trying to pull away right here. And unless HPU can hit maybe three or four threes in a row, it might be too much of a divide to overcome as another short bucket for APU. I believe that's now a 10-0 run in the last couple of minutes. The wheels falling off here as a timeout going to be called by Ray Alvarado with his team trailing all of a sudden by 15 points. 62-47 with 4.53 left to play. Got a timeout on the floor. We'll take one, two. You're listening to HPU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more HPU basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network and streaming live at hawaiisportsradio.com. Back to live action here inside the Shark Tank where HPU suddenly finds themselves trailing number 18 APU by 15, 62-47 with under five minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Left corner three for Mojica comes up long, no good, rebounded by Manuel and APU. And the offense has gone ice cold here in the fourth quarter for the Sharks. Yeah, nothing much HP can do. They're getting good looks. It's just that APU's defense is so stingy. Every possession is zapping HP of its energy. Three-second violation called against Molly Whitmore. And we get a finally called to the right of us by a couple of HPU fans who have been begging for a three-point, or pardon me, three-second violation called against Whitmore all game. And a funny moment, T.J. Hardiman, the coach for APU, basically yelling at Whitmore, what are you doing? And she yells back, it wasn't even three seconds. They are going back and forth. And now the veteran coach and veteran player are laughing about it. So nice to see that relationship when a player and coach have that trust over the years. The old foot trick there by Megan Jones sees it off her foot and out of bounds. Another turnover for HPU. I don't know what she's talking about. That wasn't even three seconds, though, because we had fans to the right of us counting, and they got to five, six, seven well, seconds. I know that, and you know that, but I'm just saying a player is never going to admit to you're it. You're right. You're Especially right. Especially when your coach is yelling at you about it. Just like a player has never committed a foul ever, just ask them. They will tell you that time shot off the mark by Manuel. And on the offensive putback try, Manuel actually a little overzealous going to pick up her fifth foul and that is going to end her day as she sends her gets sent to the bench after fouling out Manuel I told you averages 9.6 boards per contest and tell you what might have had that just in the third quarter alone and the tough part for HP is you foul Manuel out with 346 to go in the game but because you let the deficit balloon to 15 points it almost doesn't matter at this point but a good job HP is still playing hard drawing that offensive foul on Manuel Mojica up top will try and get it to Obrey a miscommunication there and another steal by Heimberger will lay it up and rolls off the rim once again, good hustle back by HPU. Obrey secures the defensive rebound, and here comes Ross with a head of steam. Gets it on over to Jones, back up top to Obrey, who will catch, turn and face. Couple of dribbles all the way to the rim, and going to get fouled on the ground first. Goes against Amaya Kirkman. And it will be baseline out 
for HPU as Tiana Holland checks into the game for Leslie Mojica. And here for the Sharks, 3-13 to go. Probably out of reach as far as getting back into this game to win it. But what you can do if your coach Alvarado is coming out of this timeout, draw up a play, get some momentum going so that as HPU continues their season, they can look back on this and say, hey, remember when we did that? Let's put it in here when we can actually have a shot at winning that particular game. And instead of kind of making these last three minutes and 13 seconds, quote unquote, empty, you gain something from it. Uh, of course, you don't want to sugarcoat a loss, but against a top team like APU, I think a valiant effort by HPU today. Certainly a valiant effort, and we talked a little bit about it during the start of the broadcast. This is a young HPU Sharks team, just two seniors on the roster. Most everybody expected to return next year. The only seniors, Keona Loftus, Ella Burge, and pardon me, Ashley Nunez, who is out today with an injury. She has missed the last few games with an injury, but think about the young players getting plenty of crucial time on the floor against a top-tier program in the nation like APU. Leslie Mojica has gotten an excellent learning experience today. Erica Glenn, just a sophomore, also out here playing hard. And Megan Jones, somebody who we've talked about and lauded for her defense all year. Tell you what, it's been nice to see her offensive development as well. Yeah, and adding on a bit, the two Kamehameha Kapalama products, uh, Haley Misaki and Kalina Obri, you can see they were just spent putting in all the energy on both ends of the court. And it, it shows that they're both going to be, if they stick around back next year, that's going to be part of HPU's core for their senior seasons. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned them because I almost didn't just simply because of how reliable they are. It's that every game they show up and you know that they're going to do good things for the Sharks today. The same example as three-pointer by Kirkman goes on down right there. Some nice fancy footwork from the guard. As Pardon me, Paul. The frustrating part for HPU is when you look at the final score, HPU trailing by 18. Remember, though, I think HPU was up by one after the third quarter, right? Uh, or down by it was, it was basically really close. So you almost forget that HPU was right in there. Now you just have to build your team and expand that to a full 40 minutes because you can see that if you just kind of falter for one quarter, what kind of damage a team like APU can do. A lot of damage they have certainly done here. A little pocket pass by Masaki finds Joan. Extra look into the corner for Erica Glenn. Comes up long, no good. Rebounded by Whitmore and APU. Up by 18 now with just over two minutes left to play. 65-47 as this fourth quarter has been an offensive onslaught for the Cougars. And a foul going to be called here. Goes against Haley Masaki trailing the screen right there. A little too aggressive on Uihara. Will be sideline out of bounds now for APU with fresh 20 uh, and 2.11 on the game clock. And going back to my earlier point, HP was up by three at the half and now trail by 6.18. So it's basically a 21-point swing in about 18 minutes. So you can really see APU's battle-tested. They have that PacWest playoff experience, and HPU can really look at this as somewhere they want to be maybe as soon as next year or two years from now if they can keep building with this nucleus. Oihara's layup rolls off the rim, knocked out of bounds, will remain with APU. Another 20 on the shot clock. 
And we're getting some, looks like a warning as the referee in the middle, Brandon Self, is telling Haley Masaki, and I think it's Kirkman, double to knock tech. it off. It is a double technical foul on Haley Masaki and Amaya Kirkman. So not even a warning for either side there. Just those two going at it and the official trying to nip it in the bud right away, especially now late. An 18-point game and under two minutes left. You don't want any chippiness or funny business to close things out. Yeah, and just watching Kirkman as, as another miss by APU here. She's been uh, the emotional leader of APU and not not against her, but she's kind of been talking the entire game. And as HPU gets a nice layup there by Erica Glenn, I think it finally is getting to Masaki for let her anger boil over there. Yeah, at some point it, it gets frustrating, especially with the way this fourth quarter has gone. A 16-point contest now. APU's Heimberger puts up the three, can't get it to go. Offensive rebound by Belquist. Back on out to Kirkman. Her three-pointer off the mark. Heimberger once again. And now you kind of see the exhaustion of HPU playing a role. Uihara in and out. Tries to get it to Heimberger. Knocked off Kalina Obrey last. Will have 13 on the shot clock to get a shot up for APU. Up by 16 with 103 left to play. Yeah, and I really look forward to, even though you know we're the HPU station, I look forward to watching the Cougars as they progress through the season because I believe they're number eight in the Western region. A shot up and good by Heimberger, putting them up by 18. But if they're number eight in the region now, I wouldn't be surprised if they get into the top five and really go far in the NCAA D2 tournament. Ross, right wing three off the mark. And I agree, a well-balanced APU team at that, Kyle, where they can shoot it from the outside. You have the strength and the size down low. The defense clearly good, 49 points, but really locking things down here in the fourth quarter. Speaking of locking things down, Megan Jones locking down the paint, blocking that out of bounds. It'll be baseline out with 15 on the shot clock for APU. And again, it's it's late in the game, and you could really just kind of give up on defense, but props to HPU playing hard till the end. Heimberger knocks down the free throw line jumper to make it a 20-point game, and Megan Jones entered today just needing nine more blocks to set the single-season record at HPU, set last season by Abby Spurgeon. One more on the way there as she came up with the block. A foul going to be whistled against Amaya Kirkman. Sends Haley Masaki to the line with 17.3 seconds remaining. And, and a pair of free throws on the way. I'm glad you brought that name up, Spurgeon, Paul, of that player from last year because Molly Whitmore from APU reminds me a lot of Spurgeon. And it's almost like, you know, you could have, would have, should have, right? If you had another player like that, on HPU's roster now, how much more complete they would be. But also you see the emergence of Jones, and it really shows promise for what this squad has in store. It absolutely does. Jones, another year after this, a transfer from UC Davis, as APU is just going to dribble it on out. The Cougars will take this one over the Sharks, 69-51. Stays undefeated. In PacWest play, 10-0 now. APU is 
in conference play. The Sharks drop to 3-6, and 5-10 and ten overall. Don't go too far. We'll have the post-game breakdown for you. You're listening to HBU Sharks Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Yeah, you sunglasses are designed with you in mind. The ball player. The construction worker. The fashionista. The outdoorsman. Or woman. You want it? Let's get it. Type in Yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market. Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved, wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say, Yeah, you. Type in Yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu to shop today. Welcome back on Into the Shark Tank. Paul Brecht, Kyle Galdera wrapping things up inside the former St. Francis Gymnasium where APU takes down HPU on the women's basketball side of things, 69-51. And a, a valiant effort through about three quarters for HPU just eventually ran out of gas in those final 10 minutes there against the 18th-ranked Cougars. But nonetheless, Overall, a pretty quality day of basketball inside the Shark Tank. We had the field trip game earlier for men's basketball. If you missed that, you can catch that where you get most podcasts with Hawaii Sports Radio Network or on our website, hawaiisportsradio.com. My Senich, your Yayu player of the game in that one, led the way with 22 points as the Sharks picked up a massive victory here. The Sharks falling by 18 points. And Kyle, not too many things left for us to do. Just got to give out our Yeah You Player of the Game and a couple more thoughts on, you know, today. How did you look at that fourth quarter and how did you look at the day as a whole for HPU? Well, I think overall, starting with going back to the men's game, awesome effort getting the win against a tough APU team. Maybe not record-wise, but you could definitely see as APU's men cut the deficit from 16 to 1. HPU was in a fight and they pulled out the win. Here on the women's side, we, we both kind of knew going into it, it would be an uphill battle going up against the undefeated APU squad. But I think we saw the effort for there, was there for HPU. And Hawaii Pacific was actually up by three at halftime. So definitely a, a mini win there. But I think going back to our Yayu player of the game, we're going to go ahead and give it to Kalina Obri, who we're still waiting on the official stats. But as far as effort on both ends of the court, was the leader for HPU and showed that if this squad can play like this in all their remaining games, they have a shot to sneak into that top six. So Kalina Obri, the former Kamehameha Warrior, our Yayu player of the game. You heard it here, Kalina Obri, our Yayu player of the game. Yayu HNL is the newest brand for sports apparel and accessories. Check them out on Instagram at Yayu HNL. That's Y-E-A-H, the letter U, H-N-L. Yayu, let's get it. Closing things out from here inside the Shark Tank. One in one day for the basketball programs of Hawaii Pacific University. The men win 66-58 over Azusa Pacific. The women falling to number 18 APU 69-51. Want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you to our wonderful crew, Kule Ogbayani, Chaz Antai, and of course my fantastic broadcast partner, Kyle Galdera. The last word is yours today. Yeah, I just look forward to more great basketball this season. A big uh, good luck and early congratulations out to HPU as they hit the road. Five games coming up, 
in six total, but five in the Southern California area. And that's going to be what makes or breaks the postseason hopes for both the men and women. So we'll keep you posted on that, and we'll see you in about a month or so to wrap up our season as far as HPU basketball is concerned here on HSRN. So stay tuned. We also have a lot of exciting high school action with girls' championships coming up next week and the boys right around the corner too. So a lot of fun right here on HSRN. Excellent promo by you. Not enough basketball. Well, guess what? We've got plenty for you. Like he said, on January 31st, OIA Girls Basketball D1 and D2 Championships here on these airwaves, 95.1 FM, AM 760, and Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Boys Basketball D1 and D2 Championships on the 7th. Kyle Galdero will be your main man for both of those, or all four of those, I should say. That'll about do it for us here inside the Shark Tank today. The women falling to number 18, APU 69-51 is your final for our entire crew at HSRN. I want to say thank you for tuning in, and aloha. You've been listening to a special presentation on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network of Hawaii Pacific University Sharks Women's Basketball, presented by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. This broadcast was made possible thanks to the following. Play-by-play announcer Paul Brecht, color commentator Kyle Galdera, HSRN photographer Michael Lasquero, and in-studio technical engineer Chaz Ontai. Visit HawaiiSportsRadio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.